Hey, grown-ups, warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor has a menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50. That's T-A-L-E-S 5-0. And use code tales50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com. Dot com slash tales 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey grown-ups, I have something exciting to share with you. There's a brand new kids podcast out now that I think you're going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. This show is perfect if you love adventures, solving riddles, and maybe even some wacky math problems. But I need a little help from some new friends to tell you more. Max and Molly, take it away. From the creators of Who Smarted, Starglow Media comes a brand new podcast called Mysteries About True Histories. Uh, does that sound serious enough? Uh, Max, we only have 30 seconds for this promo. Just tell them how your mysterious aunt recruited us into a secret order of problem solvers who travel time and have epic adventures. I don't have to. You just did. Catch new episodes of Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Tailblazers, I'm Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales, a kids' podcast of feminist stories for a new generation. Before we get started, I want to wish a very happy birthday to Emmalyn. I hope you have a wonderful birthday, Emmalyn. And I have to send a couple of special shout-outs to Penelope from Maine, Katie, Eli and Nora, Mimi Bassett in Sycamore, and Avery Joan Jackson. Thank you all so much for listening to Girl Tales. Grown Ups Girl Tales is brought to you by families like yours. If you'd like to hear your child's name at the top of our next episode, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. Now on to our episode. This is Lucky Duck. Enjoy! I'd like to tell you about a friend of mine. Her name is Lucky Duck, and she is the sweetest, kindest bird I have ever met. Lucky grew up at Freshwater Lake, which is just near my treehouse. And so, my wife and I have had the privilege of knowing her since she was just a little baby. When Lucky was a baby, she didn't really fit in with the other birds at Freshwater Lake. All of the other baby birds were ducklings, and ducklings, if you didn't already know, are incredibly cute. Ducklings are tiny yellow puffs with soft down feathers and bright orange beaks. But Lucky looked different. All her feathers were gray. She had a gray beak, 
and tiny little gray feet, and she stood out amongst the sea of yellow. Not in a bad way, of course. Her gray coloring was very chic, if you ask me. She was just a bit different. But that didn't slow her down one bit. Lucky was always following all the ducklings around, trying to get in on the fun. Those ducklings were always messing with Lucky, though. When they'd play hide-and-go-seek, the ducklings would make Lucky count to 100. And while she was counting, they'd all just... go home. She'd look and she'd look, and she would never find anyone. But Lucky just figured that they were all very good at hiding. Or maybe that she wasn't very good at seeking? When they would all plan to go for a hike in the woods, they would tell Lucky to meet them at 12, and then the ducklings would leave at 11. Lucky would wait and wait until eventually they all came back, laughing and tired. (laughs) But Lucky always figured it was just a mistake and would join in on whatever they were laughing about. Or when they were swimming around playing Marco Polo and it was Lucky's turn to tag someone, she would close her eyes and yell, Marco! And she'd wait. And wait. And all of the ducklings would just... snicker. (laughs) Lucky always found it sort of unlikely that they all seemed to forget how to only play when it was her turn. But she didn't think that they could possibly be doing it to be mean. Could they? One day, all the baby ducks in town were in a group on the shore squawking and laughing. And Lucky swam over to see what all the hubbub was about. As she swam closer and closer, she could start to make out what they were saying. Scooter, the oldest of the ducklings, was in the center of the circle. Swimming around with his wings over his eyes. <laughs> Narco! He was shouting, but in a way that made Lucky feel sad. She knew that they weren't playing. Something in his voice sounded mean. Marco, Marco, come on, everyone, don't you remember how to play? All the other ducklings burst out laughing. (laughs) That bird just can't take a hint. Can't she tell we don't want to be her friend? Besides, she's so ugly. She's gray. I don't understand what's wrong with her feathers, but she is not a cute yellow puff like we are. What an ugly duckling that Lucky is. Lucky was filled with a sharp, painful sadness, a kind of sad that she had never felt before. She turned around and swam away, trying her best not to listen to Scooter's mean words and the other duckling's laughter fade into the background behind her. (laughs) She found a little log at the other side of the lake and sat beside it, and she started to cry. (laughs) Now, generally, my wife and I try not to get too involved in other people's business here in town. We will wait for an invitation to help and make ourselves available with a friendly ear or a word of advice. But when I hear someone crying, I always like to make sure that they are okay. In this case, though, we actually had seen the whole situation happen. After seeing Lucky swim away, I had to go and make sure she was all right. 
so I made my way over to the lake. Hey, Lucky, I said, trying not to startle her. Oh, hi. Hi, Rebecca. Sorry. Uh, was I being too loud? Too loud? Oh, of course not. You aren't being anywhere near as loud as those ducklings over there, I said. And with that, Lucky started to cry once again. Hey, hey, sweet, sweet Lucky, it's okay. I know, I know. I shouldn't be crying like this, she said. Says who? I responded, surprised. I heard what that mean duck scooter was saying. I think you have every right to feel the way that you do. Really? Lucky asked between sobs. Absolutely. What they were saying about you was just awful. It's not right for them to be so mean and use such ugly language to talk about you. I told her. They weren't wrong, though. Lucky replied. Everything they said was true. I can't take a hint, and my feathers are dull and gray. Can I ask you something, Lucky? I asked, sitting beside her on the log. Lucky nodded. Has it ever made any difference in the world to you what color your feathers are? Lucky thought for a minute, before quietly saying, No. It hasn't made any difference to me either. I have seen you swimming around this lake with so much joy inside of your heart since the day I met you. You have so much happiness and love inside of you. Lucky, it just pours out. I have always noticed that about you. Well, so what? Lucky said sadly. You heard Scooter. I'm ugly. I heard Scooter, but I don't believe him. I responded. Your gray feathers are beautiful. Gray is the color of powerful rain clouds. It is the color of steel, strong and helpful, and beautiful smooth stones at the top of a waterfall. Those are gray too. Gray is an amazing color. You are beautiful to me, Lucky. I am? Lucky asked. You are. But there's something else that makes you beautiful. Your heart and the things that you say and you do. Every time I am around you, I smile and feel at peace. You do? Lucky asked. I do, I responded. Still, she stopped herself. It made me so sad to hear him say those things. And that makes sense. It's okay to feel that way because what he said was mean. But what is important to know is when to believe someone and when to let their words go. Let them brush off like water off a duck's back. Why would he say those things about me? Lucky asked. I thought we were friends. People say mean things for all types of reasons, Lucky. Maybe Scooter is jealous of you. Jealous? Lucky asked. In what way? Hmm. 
Maybe he sees how special you are, I replied. How kind and happy you are, how good you make other people feel. My guess is that he feels sad because he isn't as happy as you. And instead of trying to make himself feel better, which is a lot of hard work, Scooter chose to use ugly words and say mean things because that was easier. It's still wrong, Lucky replied. Of course it is, you're right, I told her. The best way I have found to stand up to a bully like Scooter is not to let him win. Do not let his ugly words make you feel any less beautiful, because you are beautiful, Lucky. He doesn't deserve to have that kind of power. He's simply not allowed to dull your shine, Lucky. You're right, Lucky thought, lifting her head up for the first time since I had joined her on that log. I have been happy just being myself up until now. Who is he to change that? I'm the color of steel and the stones of a waterfall. I am beautiful. Exactly. Also, Lucky, can I tell you a secret? I asked her, smiling. Secret? Lucky said, lighting up once again. What is it? You, my friend, are not a duck, I told her. What? She asked, looking upset. What? What do you... what do you mean? You, lucky duck, you are a swan. And I could see a thousand thoughts whip across her face. She finally replied, I will grow up to be... A beautiful and majestic swan with gorgeous feathers and a long regal neck. And what will make me even more beautiful will be the things I say and do and how I make other people feel. I smiled at her and gave her a wink as she hopped off her log and went back to swimming about the lake. I wasn't expecting it, but Lucky swam right over to Scooter and the rest of the ducks. Scooter, she said calmly with her head held high. Can I have a word? The other ducks fell silent as Scooter swam over and Lucky led him to the edge of the lake, out of earshot of everyone else. I heard what you were saying about me this morning, Scooter. Lucky began. When you said my gray feathers were ugly and you didn't want to be my friend... Scooter looked shocked and just stared at her with his mouth open. So she continued. I can understand why you might be jealous of me, but using ugly words to try to put me down, that is lazy and mean. And what's more, it hurt my feelings. You can be a better duck, Scooter, and I hope you put in the effort to do so. Being a bully is not a good look on you. If Scooter's mouth was open before, now it was brushing the lake water. He looked absolutely terrified, and he had no idea what to say. If you'd like to apologize, Lucky began. I'm sorry, Scooter shouted, finally finding his voice. I'm so, so, so sorry, Lucky. I got... I accept your apology. Lucky interrupted. 
And with that, she swam back to the other ducks and joined in on their game. That was the last time Scooter had anything ugly to say about anyone. He grew up to be a perfectly nice duck and never forgot how bad he felt that day when Lucky had stood up to him. And when he stopped bullying Lucky, everyone else seemed to as well. And yes, Lucky did grow up to be a swan. Every year, Lucky watches over the new class of ducklings and swans and teaches them how to play Marco Polo. She's kind to each and everyone and looks out especially for anyone who is a little different. And they always think Lucky is just beautiful. That was Lucky Duck by Chad Shanai. Performed and executive produced by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Original theme music by Eli Denby Wood and Amy Geisbers Van Wyke. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you love this story, share it with a friend. Oh, and remember, I believe in you. Yeah, and a princess.